Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bobby, Mike, and Christian back here on WWL live from Rouse's Markets, 3711 Power Boulevard. We have a big football weekend. LSU on the road taking on Florida and the Bengals and Joe Burrow coming to town to play the Saints shop Rouse's for all your game day food and drink. We welcome in now Sean Kelly, the voice of those Florida Gators. Sean, it's been a while. How are you? And congratulations on that game. Guys, it's great to be with you. Yeah, it has been a while and uh, thanks for the kind words. So what what was the reaction when Billy Napier landed in Florida? Uh, and a lot of LSU fans feel like LSU passed him over. I think hope is the first word that comes to mind. I think that they also saw Napier as a fresh start, and they felt like he was the guy that could be the opposite of Dan Mullen in a lot of ways, Um, whether that's schematically, culture-wise, all of it. I think they also felt like they got maybe one of the best guys available, a guy that was able to put himself into a position to be choosy, and, uh, and therefore Napier felt like Florida was the place that he wanted to choose in the long run. Now, Sean, uh, how patient, because uh, I think everybody can't win, uh, but everybody wants to win. You look at, <laughs> at the SEC, uh, with the Florida fan base with Billy Napier and the same thing, you know, with Coach Kelly at, at LSU. Uh, now, yeah, I mean, because it's not like, oh, we're going to wait till you get your recruiting class in and we'll give you, you know, a handful of years, whatever. Well, now, with the uh, transfer portal and all, they probably expect you to turn around Maybe not that first year, but that next year that we, we got to get things trending in the right direction and possibly uh, get to the postseason and, and, and make that playoff series. Uh, this word patient that you speak of, I'm, I'm not real <laughs> familiar with that in the Southeastern <laughs> Conference. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think there's a modicum of it here. I also think there's also just like in Baton Rouge and across Louisiana and Tennessee and everywhere else that they don't want to be patient. Uh, I think that probably the win over Utah to start the season uh, maybe put things out of whack a little bit. Uh, But at the same time, I think that the Gators and their fans have realized that they need some help. So it's going to take a little bit of time. I think Napier will get them closer to where they want to be faster than maybe uh, one would expect. So 
Yeah, I, I look at it this way. I, I said that these two weeks here, Missouri last weekend, LSU this weekend, pivot point in the season for Florida. If they somehow get out of that with two wins, it sets them up for maybe an eight-win season, and that's an improvement from last year. And I, I think it sets the table for him to bring in another chunk of recruits and transfers and accelerate the process. If the Sean. season spirals a little bit here, it'll be hard. Sean Kelly, the voice of the Florida Gators. Sean, uh, man, these two teams, I know the big rival for Florida might be the Georgia amongst the fan base, right? And for LSU, it might be Alabama or Ole Miss. But these two programs have a real, real distance for each other. Yeah, I think it's one of the more underrated rivalries now in the conference, and it's, it's real. I, you know, I've lived on both sides of it now, and this rivalry is real. Is it the primary rival for each side? No. But it's the crossover opponent, and LSU's won the last three. And, and you guys both know uh, here in this century, there have been some wild moments in this series. So <laughs> yeah. it has a little extra spice to it, whether it's a shoe flying through the air or a jump pass <laughs> by a backup quarterback who would go on to win a Heisman. Uh, there's a lot of really funky things about LSU in Florida, and I think that the fan bases have grown to really dislike each other as well. Um, and now you and the hurricane part too, yeah, and the hurricane right. part too, uh, where right, it was Mike. kind of that I mean, two for one. Yeah, yeah. Sean, one of the things. First of all, congratulations on the Florida gig, uh, but uh, and doing Manning uh, and watching. You know, we had forty-four starting college quarterbacks there, physically. Uh, I think if you would have asked Archie, Payton, Eli, anybody who covered that camp, the most physically gifted guy there was Anthony Richardson. Now, in talking to him, I I got it. He didn't have a lot of experience. But, man, he's got what – if you are building a quarterback physically, he's got what you want. Great size, super strong arm. He's mobile. He can get out of trouble. Uh, again, a little bit of inexperience because he hadn't—he's played some, didn't have a lot of starting time uh, at Florida. Kind of the progression with Richardson. The second thing is, I got to talk to Billy in the summer, uh, and one of the things he told me, Mike, I, I really want to kind of build this similar to what we had with the Raging Cajuns, in that he, I would like to have that mobile quarterback, but but I'll maneuver around if we don't have it. But I, I want to be able to run the football. And he was always like three deep at UL. I mean, at running back. And they had those guys go on to play in the NFL. Kind of how that is sort of kind of building up at Florida. Because he wants to run the ball. Because uh, he's told me, even though I'm a receivers coach, I, I understand the physicality part of this game. But a little bit on the maturation of Richardson and also about the running backs uh, that they have in the stable here, Chris. I do know he had it at University of Louisiana, and it was three deep. And I think that's what he's trying to do, the same thing at Florida. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. And just, you know, starting with Richardson, there's quite a few things to unpack here, but Richardson is an off-the-bus All-American. Mike, you're right. I mean, he has (laughs) all the tools. I I think in a lot of ways through this first half of the season, A, he had to learn how to be a starter, and then he had to learn how to prepare for a start. And those are two different things, and he's had to do it against uh, several ranked teams and some of the better defensive minds in college football, and Whittingham, Stoops, go down the line. So 
uh, it has not been some kind of, you know, ease into this new role. And at times he's made his mistakes. He's got to cut down his turnovers, but he's electric. He really is. And then to that run game that Napier, you know, obviously loved at Louisiana, and he's doing it here, he has a very good offensive line that anchors that thing. And together now, collectively with Richardson, the veteran and Naquan Wright, and then the two guys from Louisiana, Etienne and Montreal Johnson, Mike, they're up to 6.4 yards per carry. That's third best in FBS. And really, it's the two kids from Louisiana, Johnson, the De La Salle guy, and then Etienne, we all know him and his brother over in Jennings. Those two have been very special. Uh, they go for 169 this past weekend against Missouri combined. Uh, it's, it's a Napier look. And the only thing he's lacking right now that he had in Louisiana, he doesn't have a real reliable weapon at tight end yet. We know how much Napier loves tight ends. Wait till yep. he gets his hands on a special one in that position. Now, uh, Sean, uh, this is on uh, Gator-like, uh, considering that uh, you look at the nation, 99 in total yards allowed, uh, almost 413 yards per game, 110th in run defense, and then one before last in the SEC, giving up 186 yards uh, rushing. But I was telling, like, Tiger fans, but LSU, with their offensive line, I don't know if they can run the ball uh, good. So something has to give. <laughs> either, yeah. either LSU's going to have success running or, 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 you know, in Florida get gashed, or who's going to win that battle? Because it's kind of like weakness versus weakness. Yeah, and a lot of it, Bobby, might hinge on what LSU does with, with Daniels at quarterback because we both know that they like to get him outside the tackles. And there's some matchup problems on the edges here for Florida. So do you – you pick your poison, really. Do you try and handle Daniels in that way or – do you kind of punish LSU if they like to try and run? And, and Florida's gotten gashed, there's no doubt. They have a couple of nice pieces defensively, but don't look too far past what Napier's trying to recruit. He knows he needs up front defensively, and right now he's got two pretty talented corners and veterans at safety, although they're probably not the best safeties in the league. So they're vulnerable in that sense, and I don't know what LSU decides to pick here, but they have their choice. Sean Kelly, the voice of the Florida Gators. Sean on the FanDuel Sportsbook, um, they have this over and under at 52-and-a-half. It just goes to show you what kind of uh, game the odds makers are expecting, a pretty high-scoring game. Yeah, high-scoring. The, the other number from Vegas that I actually trust this week is the line. It's like almost it's almost pick. I mean, I think it's yeah. two the last time I checked. Uh, I did not trust the line last week, Florida versus Missouri. I thought it was too much. Uh, it proved to be the case. I think they've got this one just right. This is a one-possession game or a one-score game, whatever you want to label it as. Uh, it's interesting. I'll say one thing about Florida is that uh, I think they're more physical than they've been in the past. I think they fight, and this is a team that probably is going to be in every game the rest of the way, and it's going to be a couple of plays one way or the other that decides. The good news for Florida and their fans is that this team's been tested in close games so far, and I think it's going to come down to that again on Saturday night. Sean, aside from football, are you going to be doing any basketball or baseball broadcasts? Yeah, I'll do men's basketball for Florida, and uh, maybe not the whole baseball schedule, but I'll be involved. And then, of course, I still have an ESPN radio schedule to work around, too. Sean, uh, this is sort of kind of a side note, but over the last 10 years, LSU-Florida, that rivalry game, has put the second most NFL talent uh, in the league. 
There's only one rivalry game, yearly rivalry game, that puts more, LSU-Alabama. But LSU-Florida puts in the second most talent into the NFL on a yearly rivalry game. I mean, that's a staggering number. I don't know how much Florida will hold up their end of the bargain other than I think <laughs> yeah. you of all people might yeah. know that we're, in the NFL we're drafting on potential more than ever. That's so Richardson's true. on that list. Uh, I think that Ventrell Miller, the linebacker's on that list. There's a couple others uh, that I think are NFL guys, including Osiris Torrance, uh, you know, who's from St. Helena. But He's really good. He's offensive guards. Yeah. And yes. so I, I'm sure, I, at least on paper or the way I see it, LSU carries the load here if we're going to keep that number alive for the rivalry. Uh, I'm going to send you those numbers. Eventually. Sean, I'm okay, going to send you those please. numbers. And you, you'd be staggered by it, how it is clear-cut number two. Amazing. I, no, I, and I, I guess I'm not, I'm not overly surprised if I think about it hard enough. Now, uh, Sean, when you look at it, this reminds you like kind of the NFL. You look in the parity, and uh, way a big enough sample size, size. And you talk about LSU winning as of late, but Florida leads the overall series 33 to 32 in three ties. So it's kind of like you said, pick them game is kind. Of, is, that's been kind of the case when you look at overall. Uh, when you play, anytime you're playing more than 50 games and. Uh, that that's a big enough sample size, and boy, it's been going back and forth. And I think that's what the fans really appreciate because when you have a dead foul in Baton Rouge and in the swamp, uh, no football matters. It's not PE class. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and Bobby, let me take it one step further because seemingly home field hasn't mattered all that much. No, it right. hasn't. Right. Florida, no, Florida is 16, 14, and three when the game's played in Gainesville. And when the game's in Baton Rouge, LSU only leads the series 18 to 17. So, I don't know. Maybe we just meet in Mobile or something at this point. <laughs> and, and uh, Sean, boy, I wanted to tell you uh, last year uh, when you're doing, you know, you can do anything. Major League Baseball, you can do uh, top-notch basketball, uh, all, all what you did for ESPN. And when you had text me and I said, I might end up keeping that record. That's why I'm always cheering against Lamar Jackson. Uh, to win those interconference like against him, like uh, what, what he had won like 13 in a row against uh, the NFC, and then you had said, "Well, he Bobby's gonna be trying to break your record what you did against the AFC." So uh, that's one thing I kind of recollect that uh, whenever the Ravens are playing an NFC team, uh, and I think it won't come about till October the 16th against the Giants, because uh, you know I'm looking at their schedules, all AFC games. So I'm hoping the Giants can come out on top on the 16th. So you know what I'm talking about when you send me, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, of course. Because, look, that that is something special that is obviously a reflection of you. Uh, but it also, I think that, you know, we talk about players trying to figure out what this series means to them in the moment. History tells us what we need to know. And sure enough, it does seem to play out historically, doesn't it? Yeah. Sean Kelly, the voice of the Florida Gators. Sean, have a good call on Saturday. It was great to hear your voice again. And, uh, man, once again, congratulations on that Florida gig. You uh, you more than deserve that, pal. Yeah, Sean, you've always been a pro's pro. You know how here, like journalists, yeah, no, he, he's a real professional. I'm just I have fun. Uh, but Sean's always been uh, in that number. Sean, I got you a new agent. <laughs> uh, no, Sean knows what, I've I- been a fan of his. <laughs> What, what, what time do you all want me on tomorrow? I'd, I'd like to have some more of this. I appreciate that very much. Thank you, Sean. Sean, once again, man, thank Thanks, you. Guys. And uh, right. congratulations yet again.
Sean Kelly, voice of the Florida Gators. This is Sports Talk Live from Rouse's Markets, official supermarket of the Saints here on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.